Welcome to another week of It's Just My Thoughts, and I'm your host, Mika Reeves, and what's up, y'all? So last week, I took the week off because I was spending time with family. The child graduated high school, and so we then, over the weekend, uh, we threw a big cookout for him, and so um, we're super excited, super proud, super busy, though, so I didn't want to rush you guys out an episode. I'm trying to think what else have I had going on. I haven't had much going on. I've been reading, um, still working out. Uh, let's see. I don't know if I told y'all. I can't even remember now at this point. Um, I did two races um, last, well, two weeks ago. With one um, with some of my running friends, the other one with the family, and that was pretty cool. Um, but I haven't had much going on. Um, I've been excited to get back. Uh, recording. I have some guests coming pretty soon that I'm really excited about. Uh, we have some pretty cool topics to talk about. I still am trying to get together my bullying episode, and I actually really want to talk about that as well. So that one's coming um, pretty soon too. Uh, also, just to do some housekeeping at the beginning this time, don't forget to follow the show. Uh, subscribe so you can get the episode updates. Um, you can find the pod streaming everywhere on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whatever's your poison. So make sure you follow and actually and follow me on social media so we can interact. I post the um, the episode notes every Monday. And so, you know, if you like the show, or you want to talk about the show or get feedback, definitely uh, comment on um, and follow me on uh, on social media. So my Twitter is IJMT Podcast and on uh, Instagram is it's at it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. So follow the show, guys. Leave some feedback. And uh, let's just get into some Motivational Monday. So for Motivational Monday, I have a quote. And it is, you are never too old to set a new goal or to dream a new dream. I talk a lot on the show about goals and, you know, thinking about long-term goals, short-term goals, and things like that. And so, you know, don't ever feel like that is too late for you to accomplish some of the things that you're trying to accomplish in life. You can always start at any moment. So um, that's something that I constantly am always thinking about, uh, betterment, just things that I want to do, my passions, and how can I accomplish those things. So it's always, you always have time. It's never a such thing as a bad timing or that you don't have time. So I like that quote when I saw that. So let's just roll into some black excellence. So when I saw this next set of news, I thought this was pretty cool. Uh, Lately, I feel like the amount of support that this younger generation has is just outstanding. I definitely feel like they should take advantage of every opportunity that's given to them because definitely when I was young and, you know, graduating high school and going to college, like, uh, you know, I didn't have all of these, um, you know, opportunities and things that's given for free. So definitely take advantage of it. So I did see that North Carolina A&T uh, State University and Barnes & Noble, uh, they partnered on giving all the undergrads free textbooks. And if you've been to college and you know, you know that that is fucking amazing. Like when I went to school, my books used to average around three to $400 a semester, you know, and I worked during school. And so I had to, you know, figure out how to pay for that. And, um, and, and sometimes, you know, like most times I got my books, but I mean, I had to literally, uh, find used bookstores or go online and I might not have the current edition. I had to get the last, the last year edition or something like that to figure out how to get my books. And so, you know, the stressors that, uh, you might have, you know, especially if you don't have that, you know, kind of support where you're, somebody's paying for your books, 
um, you know, that was always stressful for me, how I was going to get my books and how I was going to like, you know, try to be successful in these classes. And so, and I always made it through, but I think this was amazing when I saw it and such a blessing. And I'm like, yo, uh, these kids definitely didn't take advantage of it. I was reading an article and it said that 65% of the students last year due to economic hardship did not buy their books. And I think that's just crazy. Right. But I get it because I mean, I, I, you know, I was an undergrad and struggle was real. So, um, the fact that you get it for free, I hope that that leads to more people actually being able to make it in college. You know, hopefully that helps all these undergrad students and save them money. You know, the last thing you want to do when you're going to school and in school is worry about how can you afford to pay for certain things. So when I saw that, I thought this was amazing. I thought it was great. Um, I definitely think that the kids need to definitely take advantage of it. And right now, honestly, being completely real with you, just going through this college process with, um, with the child, uh, I realized how much stuff they actually are, you know, just giving these kids, like trying to support them. Um, even last year, even though, uh, the child took the ACT, like his junior year of high school, um, they waived the SAT for kids. You didn't have to take any testing. You didn't have to really do a lot of the, some of the stricter stuff that you had to do to get into these universities. Cause they're basically just making it to where, you know, you can just go get an education if you want to. And so, you know, I'm like, I've been telling everybody, like, especially these younger kids, like, yo, like take advantage of it because that's stuff that definitely wasn't afforded to us when we were young. And, um, it's amazing to see. So hopefully these kids take advantage of it. So when I saw that, I thought that was cool and, and big up to auntie for doing that. Um, so yeah, I definitely support it. All right. So today I don't have many hot topics, to be honest with you. It's haven't really been much going on. So I'm going to peruse through it pretty fast and we'll just go into the thought of the week. But my first topic that I had was on Chrissy Teigen. I haven't talked about this on here because I wasn't sure if I was going to, and I'm not really going to talk much about it. I think it's a crazy, it's kind of crazy scenario. It's kind of weird too, right? So I have talked, I think a few times on here about cancel culture, right? And I feel like, you know, I think Chrissy is in her thirties now. So when some of this stuff was taking place, she would have been in her twenties. I do feel like that when you're younger, you do things that's dumb that you don't always think about the repercussions of, or, you know, put much stock in what you're doing. And I think that that kind of is the case for Chrissy. The only thing that I find to be weird. Well, let me go back. Let me say first, if you don't know what was going on, what's going on. So Chrissy, has been called out by numerous people now at this point, but I think the first one was, and I can't remember names and I didn't research this because I didn't plan to talk about it, but um, I'm just going to give her an overview. So the young lady was at the time, I think 15 or 16 years old. And she was, she married a guy that was like 50 something years old. Chrissy proceeds to jump in this little girl's DMs and she's talking shit to the girl And then at one point she told the girl to kill herself. Now, you know, in hindsight, at that time period, I feel like when people say, oh, you know, kill yourself, like it kind of was used as a jokey, like in a joking way. I would hope that she wasn't telling the little girl to literally kill herself, but I think it could have been like, oh, you know, um, dismissive, like, cause that's kind of how it was used, um, before, Um, it's still weird that you would jump into a 16 year old, uh, DMS, like, why the fuck are you doing that? And if that was my child, if somebody to this day right now, and Isaiah is 18, if somebody jumped into his DMS 
trying to bully him or talk shit to him, you will be talking to me as the adult. I don't understand that shit to save my life. I don't, I think that's weird. I would never talk to a child in general and I don't get why would she even do that? So that's what made the story kind of like, girl, what was you out here doing? So when the girl came out saying that Chrissy Teigen bullied her and all of that, um, Chrissy was then dropped from Target. She lost a lot of her sponsorships. She was supposed to appear on the show. She got canceled on that. And so you've kind of seen the downfall of Chrissy. What, what made this interesting is that Chrissy Teigen pretty much, you know, got fame. I mean, she was a model on that, but she kind of got a lot of her fame, you know, and popularity because of how she was on social media and she talked so freely and things like that. And she kind of like, you know, um, she kind of would, you know, not, I guess, troll people in a sense. And so I think she was really, um, she was really expressive on, um, you know, talking against people that's bullying and all of that, you know, especially in these last couple of years, like she's been really, you know, pushing cancel culture. She, she does the pushing of canceling other people. So I was listening to this podcast the other day and it was kind of interesting how they were saying it's crazy that Chrissy pushed the cancel culture and canceling other people if they make a mistake and do all this shit. But she knew that she had been doing fucked up shit. So I feel like in retrospect, like if you know that you've been doing fucked up shit, why are you trying to throw other people under the bus when you know that you've been doing some fuck shit too? Like if it was me, I would hope my shit didn't come out and I would just shut the fuck up if it was Mika, right? Because make it make sense, y'all. Like make it make sense. So then it comes out recently that, you know, apparently she did this shit a lot and she would just be going to fuck off on people on, on social media. And we definitely saw her doing it. We saw her definitely doing the Trump administration. Like she went off all the time in regards to that, which everybody else did too, you know, but I'm just saying like, you know, she, she does that. Um, the bullying thing is just weird. Now she did apologize when that first happened. She took a hiatus from social media for like a month. So this week she did come back. She did a, like a, four letter, four page apology. <sighs> She's trying to get uncanceled, y'all. What do y'all think? You know, I sit and have these conversations with even, you know, the child. Uh, he's always been on Instagram, but he just started, you know, Twitter and all of that. And I just tell him like, you can still be funny. You can still have personality. You can still do whatever. But just be mindful of the shit that you post online because, you know, he's 18. And how do you know one day you might not be, you know, whatever, where people can go back and dig through some of the shit you were saying um, as a kid, you know what I'm saying, uh, when you were young. And so you got to just be mindful, but you got to be kind to people. Like, I feel like if you lead with kindness and shit like that, like even like I talk all the time on the show and I give my opinions and all that, but I don't never try to talk, talk about somebody in malice and like without, you know, kindness, right? And I think if you think about the things that you say about other people, then it's you, you probably won't fall into, you know, shit like this because you're actually thinking about what the fuck you're doing. And I, I definitely think in general, talking to children and jumping into children DMs in any kind of way or arguing back and forth with teenagers, I think that shit's weird. I, I that piece, I, I can't understand Chrissy's logic um, on why you would even do that. Like, why would you even fucking want to? Like, I wouldn't I don't I wouldn't even waste my time talking to a child um so I, I don't know so I don't know if Chris Chrissy's gonna be uncanceled right now um right now it's not looking good I mean she's getting dropped from everything and this is what's funny so yesterday I'm riding with my mom right and we're in the car 
and she's playing Chrisette Michelle's CD. And I was like, damn, I, I haven't listened to Chrisette Michelle in forever. And I was just sitting here thinking about how Chrisette performed at the inauguration and her ass was canceled. And we ain't seen Chrisette Michelle at all since then. I think recently somebody told me that she came out with a clothing line, maybe I want to say. But I'm like, it's just crazy how your ass can get canceled and you can just be done for, for real. So I don't know. I don't know how we feel about the, uh, the whole Chrissy thing. Uh, let's see what else been going on. So we had the Eve Trina versus I love Eve. Uh, it was interesting. Um, I thought both of them looked great. I thought it was hilarious that, uh, Trina had these girls on stage twerking. Um, yeah. So it, it didn't seem like a lot of people really watched it. And I'm sitting here wondering with the versus platform, are we over it at this point? Is it because we're back outside? What is it? Are we still interested? Cause it didn't really seem like a lot of people tuned into this one. I don't know. It didn't seem like it to me. Uh, I think that's all I really have right now. I've been watching, um, the playoffs. Everything's been going with that. Uh, my Brooklyn Nets got knocked out last night. So that was pretty devastating. Oh, and let me just talk some TV talk and then we'll go into the thought of the week. So I don't watch the shy. Uh, that's actually Leslie's show, but I, you know, when I've been there with her, when she's watching it, I've been so locked into this season. I think, I think this season is so good. Uh, so you, if you haven't been watching the show, I definitely check it out. Cause this is, this is a lot going on. So I find myself like reading and the next thing you know, I have my book down and I'm sitting here, uh, watching, um, watching the show. I did get behind on handsmaids and you know, that's my, that's my show. And so trying to binge that shit, the handsmaid tells it's crazy. I, the other night, watched three shows in a row. I'm, like, drenched with fucking sweat watching that shit. So I have one episode left, the finale, uh, that I haven't watched yet. Um, probably going to watch it today, maybe. Maybe later today. I'm not really sure. Um, that show is so fucking crazy. I, goodness gracious. Um, this, this season, I think, has been one of the best seasons in a long time. I'm trying to think. Well, I think the, I think last season was kind of weak. But this season is just, they just picked it right back up. So I don't know. I love that show. You know, I, you know, I read the the Testaments. I talked about that last year sometime, whenever I read, it. I think last year. And um, I can just tell how the show is starting to kind of put the pieces together to kind of align with the Testaments. The Testaments is 20 years after the beginning of uh, Gilead. So June has been in Gilead for seven years. Uh, so yeah, I think, I think it gotta be getting close to the Testaments because the Testaments is the fall of Gilead and how it happened. Um, so good, such a good book. So I, I think I was told that they were going to make the Testaments into a movie. Um, somebody else told me that they were making it into a show. And I was like, I don't know if that's right, but, uh, maybe it is, maybe I'm wrong, but I could have sworn Testaments is going to be a movie. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see it either way. And this season has been really good. So that's all I've really been watching. That's all I've really been doing right now so far. So, so this week I wanted to, um, for the thought of the week, I wanted to just have an episode where I talked about dads. And since, you know, we just, when you're hearing this is going to be the day after father's day. So I kind of wanted to just have a quick little thought of the week and share my thoughts on, on dad. So let's just get into the thought of the week. All right. So today for the thought of the week, 
I wanted to start by wishing all the dads out there a happy Father's Day uh, and just say that, you know, I think that fathers are so important and they're so important with the makeup of, uh, I think they're important with their sons and daughters, but since I'm a woman, I'm going to talk about just the dynamic of the daddy-daughter relationships for my thought of the week. So this week when I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about and uh, I went through a lot of emotions of which direction I wanted to go because I did already have an episode about my dad. Uh, and so I'm going to trickle it in a little bit here. And, um, and I also had conversations on here before about just the role of parents to their children. I think I have. I'm not really sure, but I think I have though. So today I wanted to kind of talk about what I think about when I think about daddy-daughter relationships and why they're so important. I believe that the role of the mom and dad both are important, but today we're just talking about dads, so I'm going to strictly only be talking about that, but I do think moms are important too. Um, But when it comes to women and their fathers, I think that when you go into the role of where you're going to be a dad, and I tell tell everybody this, like my friends, all of that, and I see some of my friends who are amazing fathers and, um, you know, just amazing girl dads too. You have to make sure that you are, you know, building your children up. And so when it comes to fathers and their involvements in their daughter's life, I think it's important for them to get that type of love first from their father, because your first, your first introduction of love is going to be from your parents, how you perceive love, which means how your father treats your mother, how he shows his love. And even if parents are like split, I wish that sometimes people, um, you see it sometimes where you see the co-parenting and it's so fucking important because how your kids view you and how your kids view how you interact with each other is how they're going to be shaped to interact with their partners or how they're going to be treated. It's like a, I I think honestly, this is kind of a known thing. Um, I think about that all the time with me, you know, being a parent and just how, you know, um, the child sees love in the house because it's important, uh, with, with how he will in turn love somebody and things like that. So when it comes to, uh, you know, the interaction with, you know, uh, a dad and daughter relationship, I believe it's crucial because it helps build the, it helps build at an early age, your self-esteem. Um, by giving the, you know, encouragement and having direct involvement. And then also I think that it helps build their, uh, securities with themselves and lessens insecurity. And I think, and I believe that it increases their, you know, confidence in what they're doing. I can give an example. Um, you know, I, I've, I've said this in the past, but my dad was, was, you know, he, you know, has his, had his struggles as a person in general, but as far as like how he loved us and how he showed love to us, and it wasn't in a monetary way, it was just in an emotional way. Um, I thought he was a phenomenal dad, you know, um, he was always there. You know, if we ever, you know, he, my dad literally called us every single day. And, you know, even when I wanted to just talk, he always sat and just listened. But at an early age though, before, you know, I even became an adult, um, he always encouraged and, you know, always, you know, said that we can do it, always said that we were strong and always kind of gave that level of encouragement. And I think those are things that, um, I take away from the relationship so much, but I think, but now that I'm an adult though, I I can see how it was so important because if you have that love and encouragement from your father, um, 
well, it make it so when you have a guy come along or you have relationships come along, you're not out here just like searching and thirsty for uh, some guy to just give you this love because you already kind of like have that love and had that love from your father. Uh, I think it does help build you build women up, you know, when their father is involved, because, you know, you know that no matter what, your dad got your back. And so you're not looking for that sense of security in your spouse. It's a different sense of security, um, you know, or you're looking for or you're looking for, you know, kind of something reminiscent of what you had in your father. And I, I think I think it's important personally. Um, I think sometimes because we see so many, you know, kind of crazy examples out here uh, of of things that maybe some men aren't doing. I think that we don't always acknowledge the men that are doing. And I think that it's so important to not just acknowledge them on Father's Day, but acknowledge them, you know, all the time, you know, and give them praise because so many kids out here are walking around, you know, without present fathers. So when you actually see them or you actually see ones that's trying to be, um, definitely like, you know, let them be a part of the child's life because it's very, very, very important. Um, very important, I think. And I think that fathers are, are so, uh, important. And, you know, also I feel like when we talk about the, the security piece, I, I, I really think that those, it's interesting. I, I think those pieces are important, but when I was, when I was reading on this, it was just saying that basically they felt like that the dad and daughter bond is always stronger, even though like, obviously, you know, moms are important, but it's always stronger because they look for, I guess, dads are in that role of the protector and the provider and all of that. And so they look for that. And so when that is lacking, you can see where it can be a damaging effect. You have more people, I feel like, that get taken advantage of. I think people go out, um, you see women go out and they're looking for love in the street and it all, don't always mean them well, or they're very clingy to their partner to where, you know, they need, 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 need. And at a young age, when you're first starting out, your development of your self-esteem, your development of how you feel, your development of how you perceive love, well, that's where it's coming from. It's coming from how you got love from your parents. Um, I don't think people sometimes really realize that, how you are as a parent, how it will affect your kids when they become adults. Um, I have these conversations all the time about just how, you know, I spend a lot of time just, you know, literally telling the child, like, you can do it. You're amazing. You're beautiful. You're smart. You're important because they need to hear that shit. They need to hear that shit all the time. And they need to hear it inside of the, inside of the household. If they're involved in something, they need you to be present. They need you to be involved. If they, if it's things that they even ideas of stuff they want to do, then they, you need to, you need to be present. I can give an example of just something personal in my life. Like, uh, Isaiah is going to school to be a writer. Um, he's going for mass comm. So he's like, you know, really into, uh, all of that. And so, so whatever he has an idea on or whatever he wants to try out, you know, I, I encourage it. So recently, you know, he's been doing, he's just been writing movie reviews and he's been writing previews and stuff like that. And, um, and I think it's cool. He, he, cause he does this stuff on his own. And then he was telling me, you know, he wanted to interview me and wanted to kind of like, you know, just talk about some stuff and, and I do it, you know, and I think that it's so important to just be present 
And so today, you know, I'm talking about, you know, fathers and, and the ones that's there and the ones that's present, you know, they totally should be praised and they totally should be, uh, they totally should have, you know, all the recognition because it's so crucial and it's so important. And when I talk to some of my friends and we, you know, when we talk about our childhoods, um, I always can just tell the ones that had healthy childhoods and the ones that, you know, might've been like, like, you know, parents might've been kind of lacking or they had working parents or they had parents that wasn't really the most present in the world. And, um, it, it does make a difference when we talk about our relationships and what exactly you're trying to get from, you know, your relationships. And I think that also, you know, it comes a point where you have to envelope in self-love and I think self-love, self-esteem, all of that, and how you, how you feel about yourself, it starts with your parent. It starts with your parents. And if you have a dad in your life, I believe that, you know, you, you get a lot of that from your dad, you know, you get it from your mom, but you get it from your dad. And so, um, that trickles into your relationships. So I didn't want to talk long today, but, um, I just, just wanted to point out and just say that, you know, dads are super important. My dad was super important in my life, even with, you know, all of his struggles. He, it never was a day that that went by that he didn't tell us that he loved us. And I think that that was just, um, you know, it was super important. And just having those random phone calls, you know, is something that, uh, you know, I think about all the time. And even if it was something that I said that I wanted to do, he always supported me. He always was there. He listened and he was always just super proud. I think one of my fondest memories of my dad was uh, when I crossed and I didn't know he was coming to my probate and he came, you know, with my, with my family, but like I had no clue that my dad was even coming and I don't even think he even knew what the fuck a probate was. And, um, and he was just, you know, super proud and he just, and you could just see it like all over him. And, um, and I think he was just in shock that I had been doing all this stuff. Cause he was just like, you know, cause I, obviously I didn't make any mention of it. And, um, I don't think any of my family knew, I don't think. And so, um, so I think he was just shocked, but he was just like, wow. Cause I, you know, I crossed by myself and, you know, he just thought it was just the coolest thing. And so just seeing, you know, how proud he was, I think that's probably one of my um, fondest memories. And that's why I tell everybody, I tell all my, all my friends that's parents, like, yes, buying your kids stuff is cool, right? Like you like the fact that your kids are able to have things that maybe you didn't have, but kids don't always remember the monetary shit that you do, but they're always going to remember the memory that's attached to the stuff that you're doing. So definitely create those memories because those are things once we're gone from this world that our kids are going to remember is the things that you did with them and the memories that you have with them and not always necessarily what you bought them. So that's all I really have to say in regards to that, but happy father's day to all the fathers. You are so important. I think so. And, uh, so let's see, uh, we did the housekeeping at the beginning, but I'm going to say it again. Don't forget to follow the show, leave feedback if you like. And also, uh, you can find me on social media. Uh, Instagram is at, it's just my thoughts underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter at IGMT podcast. And you can also, uh, email me if you want to be part of the show. If you have any feedback, it's IJMT podcast at gmail.com. Like always, I thank you so much for listening to me here and I appreciate you.